This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, Eden. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls, which everyone should read. It's a great book. And I'm Eden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast. We pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. I only do we have any reviews. We do, we do, we do. This one is five stars, such a nice vibe. Love this podcast because I feel like it's one of the few these days to bridge the gap between feminism and capitalist critique. Remains feminist in nature without focusing only on identity politics at the expense of class consciousness. The hosts are edgy and clever without being obnoxiously provocative or outrage baiting. A great filter for the current events, celeb hijinks that doesn't leave me exhausted or too pessimistic thanks so much that is by obella89 in the us of a i love that i love that i'm edgy and you're edgy edgy. obsessed (laughs) Obsessed. without being too provocative because some some of the girlies these days you know they push it a little bit too far yeah i will never be found outrage baiting in my life yeah we skirt the edge um we're also going to critique capitalism today. We are. So we are talking about recession core. If you have seen this trend on TikTok, it's basically the latest kind of like trend forecasting style core trend. I mean, it's so depressing because last year we had funner trends to talk about like coquette core yeah. and stupid shit like that. And now we're left with recession core or uh, it's so depressing and problematic hashtag. But um, so recession core is essentially the idea that our personal style and fashion at large is changing because of global economics and the fact that we are potentially entering a recession. However, Mm -hmm. there was a news article last week that said every single country is going to avoid a recession apart from the UK. So US poly pockets, everyone else poly pockets, you're safe. We will just be burning on this bin island over here. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. We said we were done with the cars. We were done with this. We were done with these niche micro trends. But this is something that, that is like affected by the economy and like the state of the world. So I think it's you very said. Important. I never said I was done with these micro. Okay, trends. okay. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the, the the royal we. 
Just me. Yeah, the royal we. Just Eden. Eden sets the agenda <laughs> from now on. No, you are you are in for the cause at the end of the In and Out episode. Yeah. Also, if anyone's in Manchester, there's a bar that's doing a talk about cause uh, next Thursday. Pass. Are you speaking on it? No, but they're doing like it's like a a talk, and then everyone can like talk about it after. I don't know. Are you gonna go? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Me, me, and, uh, me and Charlie and Gina are going. Ah, that's nice little team outing. Anyway, exactly. so. <laughs> recession court was kind of basically brought into the public consciousness because we've just entered award season last month was it last month yes yeah, yeah. in february now we had the golden globes and everyone was noticing that none of the celebs were wearing necklaces so mm. usually if you kind of like pay attention to red carpet fashion there's like an outfit that the <laughs> celebrity wears from a designer and then there's usually sometimes not always a separate jewelry designer that will like sponsor or provide jewelry yeah. for the celeb the star but there were no necklaces um mm-hmm. there's some examples in this article is recession core just an opportunity for celebrities to cosplay being poor by millie roberts for refinery 29 so at the golden globes daisy edgar jones didn't wear a necklace margot robbie didn't wear a necklace at the babylon premiere in sydney there's loads and loads and loads of examples it can seem quite like meaningless but this article is kind of telling us there is meaning and what is that meaning Eden? Everything eventually trickles down like what does Thingy say in The Devil Wears Prada that you know these 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 things that are like high up in the fashion world affect every every single thing and every single choice that every consumer makes eventually so people might be like well they're not wearing necklaces who gives a fuck but it will eventually like affect the way that everyone dresses. Yeah, exactly. And that like they it's kind of a both ways. So there is trickle down theory, mm-hmm. which again I talk about in my book. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll do like a small abridged version of what trickle down theory is. So trickle down theory is the theory that all style, fashion and trends come from like the upper end of society and then trickle down to like us commoners. So that is Mm -hmm. dictated by high fashion, by royals, because this is like an old theory, by like aristocracy and by the wealthy, basically. And then that trickles down into the high street, for example, or it trickles down into the way we put together outfits. But then over the last kind of century, 50 to 80 years, that kind of got flipped on its head and trickle up theory became quite prevalent, which is Mm. where subcultures and young people and teenagers dictate trends. So for example, denim's like a really good example of this because it used to be just for workwear and then it got incorporated into everyone's wardrobes because Mm. of like use by the working classes. So now we live in a time where, which is confusing And it kind of like feeds into all the stuff we've been talking about on the website and on this podcast about like meritocracy and like things being warped by class, whether that's like being a Nepo baby or the clothes you wear because of influencers and because of the internet and also just because of subcultures in general. We have this like veneer of trickle up syndrome where we're watching like influencers maybe dictate trends, but that actually kind of subscribes more to trickle down theory because these people are obviously much more well off and privileged than most yeah it's trickling up and down now yeah it's just trickling 
and this is this is what's interesting about it because a lot of it is like people that have money that want to appear or pretend that they don't have a lot of money. Yeah, so, so like, cos- cosplaying, cosplaying, but being a bit of a class, yeah, class, class tourism. Quiet luxury or stealth wealth. Yeah. You can just tell by looking at someone that their simple outfit is not only high quality but expensive, even if you have no idea where they bought it. So mm-hmm. this is kind of what recession court is, like picture a kind of like trench coat in your mind or a tasteful shoe or like a nicely tailored trouser or like yeah. a blouse or like a really chunky gold ring. Like I remember last time this kind of happened, those YSL arty rings, I think they were called, were like... Mm really popular and everyone in my uni had them Mm. so it's like muted tones and simple silhouettes become popular while high-end purchases try purchasers try not to draw attention to themselves so the first time around after the great recession of 2008 um Hermes kind of released a bag which was originally just for equestrian purposes like yeah it's like horse brushes or something wasn't it yeah yeah it's like a bag for horse brushes which was a lot more like simple than a Birkin or a Kelly and it just kind of had like a although to be honest it had a bigger logo than the Kelly or the Birkin does Mm. but I suppose they're kind of logos in themselves now anyway it was just like a simple kind of pouch bag with a hole hole punch obviously not an actual hole punch H logo (laughs) in it (laughs) so it's kind of like brands like old Celine so when Phoebe Philo was doing Celine and yeah. people are kind of anticipating this as also being the death of Avant Basic which I think we have definitely seen with like the way Porsche has been ripped to shreds in the White Lotus so like no more squigglies no more checkerboard print no more resin jewelry no more foam mirrors expanding foam mirrors mm. none of that it's all out you have to be classy now which is boring as fuck I, I I disagree. I think Avant Basic is the ugliest thing that's ever existed. And I'm so glad that it's now done. I would rather take Avant Basic over like faux rich people minimalism because like there's so much to be said about Recession Core because it's so interesting because you'd think that like I saw this TikTok and I can't remember if it was you that put it in the research Eden. But I feel like there's two sides to it. So one side is like the tasteful trend forecasters that are saying yeah being like androgynous is back fewer accessories messy Mm. hair and makeup but like everything costs 500 pounds each or has to look like it does like this is very like cause it's very like all of those types of things no embellishments nothing like Mm. that but then there's this other kind of side of recession core which is basically kind of more interesting I think that is saying because the world because the like economically the world is quite fucked and because of like the inundation of micro trends and like all these different things happening all the same time nothing is trending so mm. like because of recession core people are shopping more at charity shops or they're shopping more secondhand or they're like using things for longer that aren't necessarily on trend which yeah. means that the only trend that we can kind of pinpoint is no trends. Like, I feel like that's really indicative of the kind of like Gen Z, Y2K look where it's all loads of mismatched things and mm. it's more a silhouette than about a trend or about pieces. So I feel like that is like the kind of maximalist version of Recession Court and then the kind of pair back business lady, girl boss without the pink and without the like trinkets is like rich people's Recession Court. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I'm kind of more of a fan of that than than the other things that have been the other cars that have been trending. 
It's because you have classism entrenched into you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, because, yeah, like, I definitely cannot afford to dress like that or look like those girlies, but I don't know. I, 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 in my head, it, it, it seems like it has more worth than like stuff like avant exactly exactly mm. you're saying worth like I've you're been indoctrinated to things that can look rich so obviously I write about that extensively in my book as well and like how and whole of polyester is about taste and what we consider high mm. and low taste so we consider like rich people to be able to flex their tastefulness without mm. looking like they are like without having the logo mania without like having very obviously designer goods um, by having minimalist homes and minimal things. And mm. so therefore we assume clutter to be like the flip side of the coin. And this all kind of ties back to like the gaucheness of like Y2K celebrities like Paris Hilton and like mm. even Donald Trump and the Kardashians in some way, like their new money. So yeah. they're like rich, rich, rich. They show their wealth. Whereas like old money, people don't undress classy and it is all about class. And I hate it and it's bullshit. And plus, I think if we're in a recession or we're heading into global economic strife, I do think, obviously, you shouldn't buy. No one should be over-consuming. No one should be any of this. But by the same coin, you don't need to buy a £500 pair of trousers because you should buy things that make you happy and wear things that make you happy. They're already in your wardrobe and not try and dress like, a 50 year old businesswoman who earns 100k a year if you're earning 20k a year and living in a flat share yeah I agree with that it's I guess it's it's trying to to seem like you have more money than what you actually do a lot of this is yeah and then a really good kind of like pop culture example of this is succession so it's not a show about fashion but it kind of uses this recession core mindset of, you know, stealth wealth, wearing Savile Row silk suits, silk shirts, well cut trousers, fabrics luxurious, but you'd never really see like Shiv wearing a Louis Vuitton bag or anything. No. Like, and also, I remember people ripping into Shiv's clothes so much, like, and saying that that was kind of a example of, um, so much money but not knowing what to do with it so buying all the right things but still looking like shit kind of thing like kind of poorly fitting like kind of like trying to embody this like recession core old Celine era but just getting it like a bit wrong which I also Mm -hmm. think is interesting but there's like an article behind the scenes of succession stealth well fashion Hannah Marriott for the Guardian where she kind of just says like the Roy's we're trained in how to behave and how to dress. I think there is a decorum about that. Using logos to display status is something the Roy clan are generally above. Yeah, it, well, it, it's seen as like garish, isn't it? Do you know that the, the hat that they wear, the baseball cap they wear, is two grand? Is it? For a hat. For a hat, yeah. It's by some like Italian uh, fashion designer and it's like made of cashmere and stuff. But I was like, just like a plain baseball cap that Lo- Logan yeah. and Kendall wear. That's £2,000. But yeah, they're kind of like the the essence of recession core. That not that they are in like that they're cosplaying as being rich or whatever. But it's the fact that it's like their clothes. You could never tell that they were worth that much money, but you kind of also can, and that's the point. It's like very understated, very plain, not flashy, no logos. There's no way in hell if you're watching that TV program you would be able to tell that, that hat was two grand. No. I, when I looked up, I was like, not. that is fucking mental (laughs) i guess that's the essence of what this is about it's like spending the money but looking like you haven't spent the money yeah 
so basically rich people be rich also it's interesting because this is how always rich people have operated like I know the Roy family are fictional yeah but it's not as if you're ever kind of looking at like the Murdoch family for their style choices or like very rich businessmen like obviously women get it a lot more than men do across the board but like very rich people that are Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. In public facing like roles or don't leave, live, lead, live, whatever. Very public facing lives. You're not likely to analyze their style decisions. Yeah. Like it's only to impress other people that are like them. Like they don't care what people they consider below them to think yeah like no one's going to comment on it but you just need to kind of project the image that you have the money to buy these things yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so recession court isn't the only kind of like theory trend cultural moment to have established the link between economics and fashion what are some of the other ones Eden? so there's a couple of theories there's the lipstick effect and there's also the skirt theory, aka the hemline index. The skirt theory was kind of uh, thought up in the 20s, 1926. So it's a theory that skirt length rise and fall depending on like how the economy is going. Mm-hmm. So it's like skirts get shorter in good economic times and then longer in bad economic times. Um, so after, <laughs> after the Wall Street crash in 1929, the skirts got shorter but it also kind of works the other way as well because, like, in the 50s, economically, everyone was doing very well. The skirts were kind of longer and bigger and fuller. Um, mm-hmm. But then in, in the 60s, they got shorter. It's it, I guess it's, there's there's no, like, hard evidence behind it, but it's kind of interesting that for the, for the past 100 years, people have been looking at fashion and seeing how it corroborates with how the economy is doing. 
Like mm-hmm. this isn't just something new that the kids are thinking up on TikTok. Like this has been like an economic theory that's been around for like a hundred years. And it's also interesting with the hemline theory that like this is not just like something that yeah, like even fashion people are talking about, like it's actually been written in papers and has been kind of like researched by academia. So mm. there's a paper called The Hemline and the Economy, Is There Any Match? Written by Marjolaine Van Bardwick and Philip Hans Francis, where they analyze monthly hemline data from 1921 to 2009 and see whether the theory really holds any truth. They discovered the economic cycle leads hemline lengths by around three years, meaning that our financial markets do have the ability to predict what we see on the runway and in stores. So they predicted that ankle length styles would have a boom in 2011 and 2012, which was correct. Remember, like the boho trend mm-hmm. was horrible <laughs> which was around three years after the 2008 recession so it is anecdotal like it's not hard truth at all but even the fact that it's been like established as something is I don't know it's funny and interesting and then mm-hmm. what's the lipstick one the lipstick uh theory is that when facing an economic crisis consumers will be willing to buy less costly luxury goods so instead of buying purses and fur coats not that anyone buys them anymore but high higher like the high end of luxury goods people will still buy luxury things but they'll make them smaller so people will focus Mm -hmm. on buying lipsticks rather than uh than kind of like bigger bigger purchases so people will still buy expensive cosmetics but will kind of keep them smaller i don't know keep keep this keep the spend smaller Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like people will when people have less trust in the economy they will buy goods that have less impact on their available funds but people will still buy luxury products I feel like this is generally quite true mm. in a way because like I could never afford obviously designer clothes growing up but then I remember for like my just after I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease my mum bought me like a Chanel nail varnish which mm-hmm. was like the most expensive thing ever and I still have the bottle mm-hmm. so I feel like there is some truth in that like people and also fashion brands manipulate this like you know how you can get I don't know like a 200 pound Chanel key ring Mm -hmm. but then in reality the not Chanel because Chanel's ridiculously expensive but like any luxury brand you can buy like these kind of piddly bits that are like Mm -hmm. you can have a piece of it but then if you actually look at the lowest starting point of like a substantial object there's not that much between it but it's because there is this whole market of people that want like a piece of luxury so we'll buy it and yeah. I think it's being exploited but anyway that's just and also celebrity makeup brands are so like aligned with this idea of like beauty at the moment as in like the fact that every celeb is doing a makeup brand and that's like the way of getting close to them or whatever as opposed yeah. to like a big purchase which is maybe like a gig ticket or something else do you know or a piece of bigger merch even because merch is fucking expensive these days well expensive yeah yeah like the harry styles nail varnish like you can be a little bit closer to harry for 20 quid yeah exactly i feel like it's more than 20 quid it's actually think about the remember when chanel brought out the advent calendar and everyone was kicking the fuck off because it was like a chanel ruler and like a chanel like sticker and it's like if you're only paying like 300 quid for this because it's Chanel. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually totaled the the amount that all that tat is. It would be it would be worth nothing. Like really. a tenner, literally yeah. a tenner or less. Yeah. But, but I also think it's interesting because yeah, the lipstick theory and the hemline index are not proven. So is this just another way for the fashion industry or like the beauty and fashion industry? 
to shoehorn in consumerism when it's the last thing that anyone is actually thinking about or talking about. Yeah, because they don't want to say this is trending or buy this, buy that. They just want to like try and push you into thinking a certain way. Yeah, and into like a certain mood or like yeah. whatever, which TikTok's definitely really culpable in, like whether you like microtrends or whether you like TikTok or hate them. Like I'm sure everyone is cynical of microtrends. But um, yeah, it's like they can't really push like, buy this for your hair, buy this yeah. for you, like buy this, buy this, buy this all the time. So they have to make sure kind of like wrap it in social awareness yeah yeah definitely like I think there's two sides to it because it is obviously it would be kind of naive to say that fashion doesn't impact the world and society and culture and like vice versa that the world doesn't impact culture and fashion and blah 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 blah. but I do feel a bit cynical about it because it's like yeah we're talking about recession court but does that actually impact anyone's life? Like, does it enrich anyone's life is what I mean, which is kind of what I was trying to say earlier about, like, personally, I don't think recession core is, like, a nice thing. Like, I don't think the minimalist look is a nice thing. I think it's interesting to talk about, yeah, the secondhandness of it all and all of that kind of stuff, but I'm personally not going to find joy in a really well-cut pair of trousers. Mm-hmm. And I do still think it is pushing for consumption above anything else. Yeah. It's, t- it's telling you to still buy stuff, but like, t- like look like you haven't bought anything new. Yeah, you're, you're dressing understated. You're we're not wearing any logos. You're not wearing any labels. You're just wearing a three hundred pound t shirt and a six hundred quid pair of trousers. And there's no like discussion around the ethics of it. Like when we're when they're talking about this like aesthetic or recession core like obviously there's so much in like buy more buy buy less spend more and like make sure it's ethical and like well made Mm -hmm. but that's kind of not what the discussion is because it's like yeah for rich people it's about wearing clothes that don't make you look like you're being ostentatious with your wealth and for everyone else it's about trying to achieve that look but Mm -hmm. not being able to because they don't have the funds which does kind of encourage fast fashion like I swear Zara came out of this trend in like 2008 2009 like that's when I became aware of Zara and it was because they were ripping off old Celine yeah yeah but making it uh more accessible for the masses yeah and like anyone could have the look it's definitely that Zara vibe that you like European kind of like classy look Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm and also I don't mean (laughs) like I personally don't enjoy it but it's fine if you do but I think it's like wrong to push it as like this is how we should dress in a recession do you know what I mean like yeah like let's not show off our wealth let's not show this off like not our wealth it's so contrived and also I think it is interesting to talk about like you know the whole necklace thing of celebrities not wearing necklaces people wearing like less kind of showy stuff on red carpets is really interesting but again it just feels like it kind of stops there it's like oh okay the stylists are paying attention to the like global economic situation good for them and then nothing else happens and that's it the the discourse does not go further yeah it's like why are we literally not being like eat the rich they're trying to dupe us by wearing a beige dress instead of a bright pink one with 10 million frills on it yeah, that I'm actually not wearing that on us. Yeah, and we're still talking about them no matter what. <laughs> They've got us. Shit. They've got us. Um. Yeah. The, the 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 necklace thing was interesting, and it's the fact that like people were like noticing it as well, just being like, yeah, 
why the fuck is no one wearing a necklace? But like you were saying, they get gifted it, so you might as well wear it anyway. Exactly. It's not about like what they can personally afford or what their own personal yeah. situation is because like global economics actually doesn't really affect them very much. No. And also I think a lot of t- I mean, people on the red carpet, they're getting everything for free anyway, aren't they? Or they're getting dressed for free. Most, yeah. Yeah. But again, it like it's it it's like you were saying, it's contrived. It's like kinda like mocking in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally, oh, thank you so much. Like we're going through a cost of living crisis and milk costs loads of money and there's no eggs, but thank you for not wearing diamonds. (laughs) Celebrities, they're just like us. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'll take off my, you know, cheap ring next time I go out, just in case. Yeah. I think this happens a lot as well with like people pretending to be working class and stuff. Definitely in this country and in the UK anyway. Maybe less so in other places i don't really know i know that america's class structure is very different to ours yeah but i feel like in this con in the in the uk there's definitely like a lot of shame attached to Mm -hmm. having money or being from money so people are just desperate to to try and appeal with young people especially yeah yeah yeah. it affects like older generations so much but i also think something that's really interesting so you put a tiktok in your research by Bad Art Wine Aunt, mm-hmm. which is talking about like, yeah, how we're reviving trends from the last recession, which is Indie Sleeves, Frazzled English Woman, both trans romanticized, looking tired, undone, ripped tights, de emphasizing logos. That's what mm-hmm. rich people do. Frazzled English Woman is like the ultimate middle class woman aesthetic. Yeah, it really is. The, the bohemian. Indie Sleeves, it was like all the Nepo babies of your, like being who could go out all the time. It's either teenagers or rich mm. people in their 20s. It's true. It's very true. Like, even American Apparel was fucking expensive. Like, I had to rob yeah. all of my American Apparel when I was a teenager. Uh, excuse me, is that the police? I've got a thief. Free Chloe Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chloe. Love Chloe. We love you. Yeah, Chloe Cherry. <laughs> Chloe Cherry's just been caught on the rob, if anyone's missed, missed that news from today. She it's robbed a, tw- a $28 t-shirt or something for sure yeah, but also did you read the whole article it's literally just being like oh it was a mix-up in the changing room and she did pay for it oh oh okay well, leave her alone then like she didn't literally get caught like you know um running out the shop blaring yeah like being chased down the high street <laughs> oh god but um, this is the behavior i want to see from celebrities if you're poor go on the rob <laughs> exactly yeah exactly that's so so funny I love her. In a Winona Ryder era. Oh, please, please. But yeah, those things were expensive. Like, indices, uh, Urban Outfits was like the poshest shop to me when I was so a ex- So expensive. And for what? For, for a tiny what? little, like, for a tiny little scrap of fabric. The still, the still same fast fashion shite. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those aesthetics are not the recession core aesthetic, but that person kind of linking them to a recession is interesting because they were actually not for poor people. They were just, again, middle-class to rich people trying to make themselves look unkempt, yeah. which Cost if you are a working-class person, you know, you could never do. Like, I remember so clearly there was this girl who was, like, in one of my friendship groups growing up, and she was so rich. I went to her house once, and she had a peacock. A peacock? <laughs> yeah, like an actual peacock. What the hell? 
And I met her at a gig and at gigs she'd always wear, yeah, like ripped black and white t-shirts like the Sonic Youth ones or whatever. And then her hair would be so undone, but like perfectly undone. Mm. And I would just feel so jealous all the time as to why I couldn't look like that. Yeah. It just wasn't built in me. Yeah. You didn't have the money to do that. No. Again, class tourism, like people, people love to pretend like they've, they don't have anything when really they do. Yeah. And they're they're like carefree. They think that alludes to like carefree and whimsy and like whatever, Mm. but yeah, it's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Good note to end on. (laughs) Yeah. A good happy note to end on. Free Chloe Terry is my end note. Yeah. Free my man. She ain't done out. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Eden. Thanks. Thanks, Nancy. (laughs) Is it Courtney? Yeah, sorry if you can hear my cats in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Ione. (laughs) Thank you to all of the listeners. Thank you to Olivia for editing. To Gina, Gina, Charlotte, Hattie. Grace and Misha. We'll see you next week. Goodbye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.